Welcome to episode number 130 of the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media and presented to you by our friends at SeatGeek. And today, twice is nice. We are joined by the best looking catching combo in the show from the Cleveland Guardians, our regular on the show, Austin Hedges and Luke Maley. Did, it, did I do that right, Hedgie? Did I introduce you guys that was, the right way? That's 100% accurate. Actually, it was uh, partly inaccurate. You said uh, best looking catcher duo in the big leagues. It's actually all time. Ooh. It's not just current. You can't find a better looking catcher duo ever. Good luck. You can look it up. Certainly in the modern era. You know, we don't have any like history dating way back in the day, you know, when guys were still truck drivers and stuff like that. But since, you know, war became a stat, our wins above replacement in the looks department is, is clearly scary. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'll say all time. I don't need just modern era. People were very ugly in the 1920s. <laughs> they were. That's what I heard. I did hear that, but I wasn't yeah. there, so I can't speak. Just the whole, even with the uniforms, we got a bunch of pictures of all time guys around uh, Progressive Field, like up in the stadium and stuff. I mean, the, the way these guys look is just, it's terrible. Like they had no shot. Like, I mean, back when Sandy Alomar was playing in like 1924, that guy, I mean, he just had no shot. Well, that's because Sandy used to catch without a mask, guys. <laughs> the masks weren't invented yet. Yeah. yeah. They were optional back then. We were just kind yeah. of working our way in. Um, so, Luke, I don't want to put any pressure on you, but Austin Hedges said that I will enjoy the conversation so much with you that you will probably re- replace him as a co-host on the show. <laughs> are you are you like uh, some sort of comedic genius that I didn't know about? Absolutely not. Uh, that is completely false. Um, I'm going to do my best for you. I hope I can, you know, top whatever Austin's done, but that's pretty tough to do. His words per minute are a little bit, <laughs> a little bit steeper than mine. So I don't know if I have quite the same material for you in an hour time span, but I'll, I'll try. I'll sure as hell try, Chris. So he is the uh, unquestioned man on the mic during the bus trips is what I understand. Um, at what point did did uh, the teammates tire of him? Was it uh, 10 days into the season, second bus trip, or um, how's, how's his stick going? You got to remember, I mean, it's going well. The short version is it's going well. It's going better than well, actually. It's going fantastic. But to answer the other question about how soon it got old, it was within, I believe, the first five or six seconds. Um, I mean, he, you got to remember, we have so many young guys on this team that there is just so much material. Um, and he's learned from, I'm pretty sure he was abused uh, early and often in his career. I don't want to speak for him, but uh, it sure seems like there's some demons that have crawled out um, a lot. Yeah, he told us about uh, his times with Matt Kemp and with Uptons and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, he's got those emotional scars. There's no question. Sure. Uh Hedgie, has there, has there been anything new on the bus trips? Uh, any sort of young people talents that have come out, whether it's singing, storytelling, impersonations like Ernie Clement does, anything? I've been, I've been dead for two weeks. I just came back, so uh, I actually missed two bus trips. So luckily, my wingman right here, Luke, stepped in for me, uh, held the fort down while I just sat in a quiet room alone in the dark for about two weeks. Can we get serious for a second? How bad? What what did you do? Did you take a foul ball off the mask or something? Concussion? Got a foul ball off the mask. And um, as our, one of my teammates, Anthony Ghost, would say, I've got a got a glass jaw. So all it took was just a little, just a little nick, and I was done. I had to, I had to go. And it was not fun. I don't recommend concussions. Don't have them. Don't do it. <clears throat> How many have you had, do you think? 
I've had three diagnosed. Um, oh. Probably, probably a handful more little minor ones. Um, makes it makes more sense. I don't think I, I used to be. I think pretty pretty normal down to earth. Now, now I don't know where Earth's surface level is. Um, Sometimes it comes out sideways, and we can only assume that three concussions and God knows how many undocumented have something to do with it. Luke, how many have you had back there? I, I am. I have not had any diagnose. Um, I have been knocked completely out twice with home plate collisions way back in the day when you could still do that. Um, Who got but luckily, you? I remember I memorized the, uh, you know, the same concussion tests that we have taken for the last 40 years. I, you know, nurse, uh, doctor, knife. Plate, I got him. I mean, there's no amount of brain trauma that could get me to yeah. forget this test. So it is true. Uh, I, I am a, a goose egg. I, I have just so you know, in three concussions, all three tests I've done have been better than my baseline test. <laughs> <laughs> all every is, that, is that true? That's accurate. <laughs> Our concussion doctor was like, this guy's kind of bright. Like, I don't yeah. know what's going on. Like, he's I think he's concussed, but his test is doing better somehow. Guys, there's nothing like concussion humor to get the day started. Absolutely. Really? Oh, yeah. Doesn't work. Luke, you got you got knocked out twice. Was it by anybody who eventually made it to the show? Or is there a good story here? I hate it. This is a funny answer, but I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> In all honesty, I don't remember. I The only thing I remember is both times the same damn thing happened. I got hit. Um, one of those just unavoidable balls. Same ball. Uh, both from left field in the air, catch immediately get hit. And as I'm going to show the umpire the ball, the ball <laughs> pops out. And like this is in the event of, of actually showing it to him. And then I go down and I'm out for maybe four or five seconds. And both times the opposing manager comes out and it's like, you can, you can cuss on here. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the yes. fucking ball's on the ground. The fucking ball's on the ground. How is he out? And I'm just sitting there with drool coming out of my mouth. Like I, I was showing, I was showing it. I think, yeah, it was a mess. It was messy. Was he out or safe? Though? They called him out both times. They called him out both times. But I just, I can't quite complete the showing of of the ball. Is apparently where I just go dark. I picture the same thing that happened when Pablo Sandoval ran over that poor guy in that Mexican league. Yes, that kid held on to the ball and then proceeded to. Uh, is he? Is there confirmation he's alive? Haven't no confirmation. We don't know. I only, but he held on to the ball. Kind of similar. I yeah, I only saw that play once. That was fucking ugly. <laughs> that was a big hit. Pablo. Fun fact, actually, Pablo Sandoval. Uh, remember when he broke his belt? Yep. I, well, I only know about one other guy in the history of the big leagues that has broke his belt mid-game. And that is my friend Luke Maley right here. Twice. Two times. Really? Luke and Pablo Sandoval are the only two major leaguers to ever break their belt mid-game. Just saying. It's true. Just saying. Big player conference. Uh, should I even ask what you were doing when you broke your belt? So when I block now, I don't quite have the limber. I'm not as limber as my associate over here. So I don't quite get my groin down to the ground. I'm more of like this guy. And mm -hmm. as a result, quite often the ball, instead of hitting me where it belongs in the chest, will hit me in the belt buckle, um, totally disfiguring the belt. At mm. which point I just embarrassingly, embarrassingly cruise over the dugout and get a new one from a coach who wears like a size 50. So what happens is, so we're in Kansas City in the batting cage where I'm, I'm working on some hitting and they don't allow the live feed. 
because there used to be cheating in this game where so you're watching basically like an overhead um, angle and I'm hitting kind of taking swings trying to stay you know a little bit locked in in case something happens to my guy and I look up after a swing off the tee and I just see this guy jogging into the dugout you can't see anything else everyone's on the field Luke's jogging into the dugout I'm full pan I'm like what did this guy just say that just take, no just took it out of the house here we go we're done <laughs> I go run and they're like, no, 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 no. Our, our, our hitting coach is giving him his belt. I'm not sure if there looks like he's taking his belt off, maybe his pants. I don't know what's really happening. Yeah. I'm kind of confused, but it ended up working out. That's almost um, close enough to borrowing somebody's cup. I got to be honest with you. Belt is same region. What? Yeah. So the-, the cup is much more aggressive than a belt, I would argue. Is- but, I mean, if that's where, you know, if we're going to talk intimate. about we're going to talk about regions. I get you sure it's in the same region, but you know, zip code. It's is in the, the zip, code. zip code. It's just, it's a little stank, bit stank though. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like belt stank and cup stank. You don't have to wash your Would belt. Would you like me to bring you my belt at the end of the season and my cup? And you could tell me which one. Well, we will be uh, just to let you guys know something to look forward to and put in your eye calendar. Uh, in late August, the roses will be seeing you guys in San Diego. Heck, we might even crash the party at Hedge's house. I think that we're yeah. all going to stay there. The return of the hog in San Diego. You're going to be there for that? Oh, yeah. Well, I've told you this. My oldest son works for the Padres pre and post game show. And since we weren't able to see you guys out in Anaheim this year and we were gone for the Dodgers series, we're like, we're going down to San Diego. We're going to support our guys. This is it. I'll bring you extra belts, extra cups, extra jocks, whatever you guys just be, need. Just be ready for the ovation. What do you think? Over or under 30, 30 minutes standing ovation when I return. Luke, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a hard line on the under here. I'm gonna say the under, but I think we'll have something. You were there how many years? I mean, you'll have a little something, right? I gotta. I mean, maybe uh, do I like like a queen wave? Yeah. What what, what, what do you do? I don't know. Like, what are, what's the protocol for? Well, this is a funny story. Speaking of this, when I was uh, claimed by Toronto, I was in Tampa for like a literally a cup of coffee to get my career started and a very prolific player over there said that he would give me a large amount of money if when I went to the plate as a Toronto Blue Jay I took the hat off and I had to give a full 360 to all 11 people in the trough and I just could not bring myself to do it (laughs) I really wish I'd had <laughs> Dude, who offered it to you? I, I'm dying to know. I, I can't name names about bribes and everything, but uh, it was a very prolific player. But very that, prolific. that person gets extra points in my book. That is genius. Yeah, I know. It would have been quite funny. I just, I blew it, man. I was too shy back then. But uh, Hedgy, this weekend in Kansas City, um, uh, the game that you guys won, you, you blasted the Royals. In fact, you went against a position player on the mound, and Luke hit an eight iron to the top of the wall in left center field. I've never seen a ball stick the way that it did. How pissed was he? I mean, I've never seen a guy put his head down just thinking he was about to continue. He was like thinking about how he was going to high five the third base coach, thinking about what type of celebration he was going to do at home plate. It's been a while. Yeah, it was. And he looks and he triple takes the umpire. He's like, fuck we talking about? The ball's over the fence. (laughs) They don't have a serious fence. There's the other fence, over fence, home run. I'm sick of hitting doubles off position players. <laughs> I want a homer. And meanwhile, I'm it's the it's the greatest moment of my life. I'm absolutely losing to it. Yeah. So I saw that. I realized I'm like, oh, that's a homer. 
oh my God, they're going to call it a double. And, um, you know, helping the team win is a great swing, just not quite. <laughs> I'm running the bases and I'm, I, I looked at, I forget who the umpires were, but I'm looking at all three of them that are out there and no one had a freaking sign for what was happening. It was like a they altered between this and this and th like, and everybody just stopped. And so I'm sitting there on second base, like, just tell me nobody caught it. <laughs> just tell me nobody caught it. All right, fine. I can live with whatever result comes from here. Um, I got to tell you, Michael A. Taylor was throwing some gas, dude. He hit, oh. he hit 92 on some pitches. Three. 93? We had three. We had three, and we had 18 inches of ride, which is like two inches of like vertical rise above big league average. Yeah. When he wanted to bring it, he could bring it. Luckily, he didn't do it to me because that would have that would have surprised me to say the least. <laughs> he struck out a couple of guys. He got he got one guy on a pitch that you know, you should probably swing at, but um, it was a little up. I know. <laughs> so let's just put it that way. I know. Everybody was just like, let's get to dinner. I, I understand. And it sucks. I hate it when they take at bats away because we forget that that's what you guys do that for a living. Suck. So, um, but Luke, you have all-time bragging rights against your boy. Oh, no, I forgot. This is true. I forgot about that. This wasn't the first thing you guys talked about when you became teammates is that you struck out Austin yeah. Hedges? Freaking, this guy sloughed his way through an entire spring training just sitting on the fact that he knew he was my dad. And I played that one pretty slick. Do, and we, he have made, do we have tape of this? Here we are. Here we how are. do we even watch? How do I watch this? Can I click on it? How does it bring up on my screen? I, can, I, I, I have enough memory. Of it. I have enough memory, too, of that ball being six inches inside. <laughs> Hit gallery view, I guys. Hit you, gallery man, I, mean, view. I didn't call it a strike. I just threw it. That's unbelievable. Yeah, so I played that one pretty close to the vest there, all spring training. Um, and uh, basically just brought it up to him one time, just like, you know, a roundabout way of getting him to remember, like, you know, were you, you were still with the Padres in 19, right? So you you have been to the Rogers Center? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I remember we had this game, and then yeah, we were blowing you guys out, and then I struck up. And he stops. He's like, it was you. <laughs> <laughs> so it took literally a month to get to that. Well, I went, I hit a grand slam that game. I'm tasting myself. I'm like, yeah, we beat you guys up that game. I went grand slam. You know, I was feeling myself. And then that last at bat. Oh, man. I'll never forget. I'll never forget. But it was a ball. It was a ball. Absolute ball. Um, I thought, Hedgie, you were probably going to be extremely jealous because – you know, they brought up Sandy Leone when you got uh, dinged up and he got to pitch two scoreless innings. Now, we have talked a couple times on this show about how you want to get out there and you're just going to let it eat. Was it tough for you to watch a fellow catcher not only get to get well, out there, but shine? I love me some Sandy Leone, so I'm glad to see him do his thing. But I mean, shoot, man, I would love to get my I would love to raise my war on the bump because I know I would. I've got all the places. I'm like eight pitch minutes back. I'm like Aaron Savali meets like Clayton Kershaw right here. Like all the pitches, but just pure nastiness. And I work on it. Like Nails is catching today. So first two rounds of BP while he's hitting, I'll be in the outfield working on my flat ground, uh, working on my pitches. Um, and I feel like I've done this work so much now um, that it would be absolutely elite. And I'm waiting for my name to get called. Because uh, it would be serious. It would be dominant. You're dominant. 
Luke? Imagine my frustration trying to figure out eight signs in a blowout game for this guy, <laughs> and he just keeps on shaking, like, like as if I don't get enough of that already, and then this guy's going <laughs> to shake to the super ethos. It's my numbers. It's not your numbers. Right. It's my numbers. It's your career, man. Okay. You're right. Serve it up, baby. Not everybody have- gets to go out and have a three-career ERA with tickets. This guy. How many tickets you got? I got three. I got some clean numbers. He's got uh, three tickets. Yeah. So far, so good. Brad Miller out three me. guys. Yeah. Who so else? I've got three three career innings. I, I got um, I got Sinshu Chu. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I got Renfro right before you. Oh, it is two in one inning. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, me and Hunter. I think Hunter went deep twice that game. Look, we got. I blew him away right there. So the pitch before that one, um, they're they're always knuckle bucks, right? I mean, I'm like 80% knuckle balls. I can it's not great anymore, but I can at least get it like over the plate. And I threw him just a super slow one on two two, and he took just the most emergency hack, like hit it completely off his back shoulder. And I was like, all right, man, if there's ever a time I'm gonna get a punch out, it's just gonna be my best fastball right here. And I mean, I felt like I threw this thing 130, and it was like 86 or something. That, that's probably my best bowl. So were you that like, was the first one. Were you like the king of Kentucky high school pitching or something that I didn't know I, that? Nope, never pitched. Never pitched. Never, never pitched in Kentucky. Wow. So if he's got a career three, I am the king of pitching. So if he's got a career three with a punchy in inning, then I would have probably two punchies in inning. Yeah, probably double. Oh, yes. It's all matchups, man. It's all matchups. No, no, I don't Luke, mean, I am the matchup man. Luke, I'm imagining that if if he's got eight pitches and you have pitch com, you're gonna want to break the thing. You're gonna fucking take a hammer to that. Shit. Uh, yeah, like, I, I, I don't think I would shake. I don't think I would shake because every pitch I throw is a mismatch and is the right pitch all times. That a boy. So taking the old, call it taking the old Mark Burley approach. I That's like it. that. Answers yeah. yes, and answers you're out. <laughs> So I've been telling you that I'm trying to put the right things in my body. Every day it starts with the same thing. Athletic greens, also known as AG1. Why do I take it? I just want to feel better about myself. You get 75 high quality vitamins and minerals and whole food source superfoods and probiotics. Just one little scoop. Now I used to put it in my protein shake every day. I was like, "Ah, I don't want to taste this thing. But then I was like, well, one time I don't want my protein shake. So I just dumped it in the water, spun it up, downed it. I was like, this actually tastes great. It's got a nice little sweet taste to it. It's not chalky like that other stuff, and it does your body good. Now, it contains less than one gram of sugar. There's no GMOs. There's no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. While still, it tastes great. It costs you less than three bucks a day, so you're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Believe me. Now, to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D, And for those people that travel, like yours truly, get five free travel packs with your first purchase. So all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash rose. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash rose to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Go do your body some good. Luke, I'm going to put you on the spot. Hedges says you told the best story ever on a bus. Yeah. It, I mean, which one? I mean, did he t- did he give any? He I mean, said the statute of limitations is enough on this, so I, I don't. You know, I'm not. I'm legally not allowed to discuss either one of them any further. But I would want to know which one he was referring to. Do you need an attorney <laughs> present? 
I swear to God, yeah. yeah I, I really do. I'm telling you, man, I can't I can't talk about these. These these are no joke. That, no joke. I just wanted to I just wanted to tease you guys. I, I realize I can't say anything. Can you give me a but hint? The bus driver, the bus driver confirmed best story ever heard. That's all we can say. Luke, that's hard to do to our audience. I know. I, I apologize. I don't want to let him down. I just, I, I, if you, <laughs> if you, if you can just find it in your heart to appreciate how badly I do want to tell you and how I literally can't yeah. uh, just do your best to swallow that one. I know yeah. it sucks, but that's okay. It's reality. You I'll would know you once you heard it, you'd be like, mm, you definitely shouldn't have said that. Yeah. But I get it. You'd be like, my show is now in danger of yeah. being canceled because of what you just did. And I yeah. wish I hadn't asked. That's what would happen. How about in person in San Diego, away from oh. my family? But very, we're going to have to have our security guy, Paul, probably brush you down for some wires and whatnot. But if Wait. you can clear protocol, then I'm going to say maybe. First of all, with my dad, Bob, they can't even fit a wire on this thing. It's not going <laughs> to, there's no way it'll stick. There's too much hair and like, sloppy sweat and all sorts of stuff you got so the beard going now i didn't even real like yeah. recognize you at first when, really? when when did this happen is this is this new um so this was uh every year now after the draft during the uh pandemic of 2020 my wife was like why don't you try growing a beard you're not gonna be on tv for a while i grew it out and she was like wow this is great it was like she was dating a new guy except i still had the same horseshit personality um so she liked it and so she's now into the after- like silver fox look then huh yeah she won't let me put it. dye in it. I put dye in it the last time. I was going to say, man, you know, it looks really good. I'm not knocking it, but it looks like the before of the just for men, the before guy of the just for men. <laughs> so what do you, should I, should I do the just for men or no? No. I. Well, is it gray? I, I, gray no, though? I wouldn't change a thing. I, I just, you go, it's got to be gray on the mustache. It's just, I kind of like how we have that going there. Are um, you a redhead? No, no. No? Look at this hair. Look at how shitty the hair is. What color is that? Uh, it's it's kind of lightish brown, although there's a lot of gray here on the sides. Everybody, you know, I used to dye my hair when I did the best damn sports show, period. I used to dye it blonde. I remember that. Yeah. I, I remember that as a kid. I, actually, I, just, I remember being wow. like, man, I have no respect for this guy who dyes his hair blonde, and I hope I have nothing to do with him for the rest hey, of my life. That was You're my right. boss's call. George Greenberg made me dye. And funny is, George is fucking bald. He's like, why don't you put frosted tips in? That's the thing. I was like, you're bald. You don't right. have to do shit to your <laughs> you head. Don't get a, there you don't it get is. A vote, sir. Timberlake was hot at that point. I feel yeah. like you got to go. Dude, when he just said best damn sports show, I mean, I I literally just went into a time machine. That is yeah. so funny. I totally remember you with blonde hair on that. Now. Yeah. That is, that is, you had to be what? You had to be in your stuff. 20s, young 20s. I was, um, when we started, it was 2001. So I was actually, I was, I just turned 30. 30. Yeah, I would. I Young just looking 30. A, there he is. <laughs> what, are you, what are you laughing at? That picture. Dude, that's that is uh, when we're in Vegas or in Florida and we're hosting the Hooters swimsuit competition. What a shitty job you had, huh? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's got to do it, Chris. It was great. Everybody would always say, Well, what does Michelle, Michelle's my wife, what, what does Michelle think about you hosting it? I was like, she's laughing her ass off. She's like, not one of those hot chicks is going to look at your sorry ass. Not one. <laughs> I was like, you know, you're right. I was hoping maybe that was like story of how you met your wife or something. That would be pretty great, too. No, stop it. I met her 
in Reno, Nevada. That was my first on-air job, and she was a stripper. There you go. So she was an elementary school teacher, guys. Stop. Oh, my goodness. Well, that that's good not joke. as nearly that as cool. Not nearly as cool. So I, I caught on to that, but he... I wanted it. That's because I wanted it. All I want for Chris is to be married to a stripper that he's in love with. So, uh, but she did have it. A, she did have a pole in her kindergarten teacher class. I I don't know what that was there for. She, so that, you, you locked up a kindergarten teacher. You locked up a sweetheart of a person. She, she likes you. Show. She's smart. She's funny. And she's wow. been married. She's been on the train for twenty five years. Now Good for like you, a, kid. It's like a bunch of one-year deals for me. <laughs> Just keep resigning them, man. Exactly. As long as they keep giving you the uniform, that's all you can ask for. That's it. That's it. So, Luke, you grew up in Northern Kentucky. Yeah. Did you? Basically, I just, I just say Cincinnati. It's easier. But I'm, yeah. a, I'm a Kentucky guy. So wait, did you go to Covington Catholic? That's me. You Guilty. did. I used to cover uh, sporting events there, like at, in Boone County and Covcath. Did David Justice go to that school? David Justice went to Covington Latin, Latin, which is just unbelievable. If you can see the school, I mean, it's like uh, you're in sixth, really smart, and so they just treat you like high school. You, you go to college when you're like 16 years old. There, I, I think I have that right. I'm pretty sure. At least that's how it used to be. Uh-huh. And then he played, he played uh, at like a small college, like right next to where I grew up. So yeah, that's true. So did this make you like a Reds and a Bengals fan growing up? Yeah, that's right. I know that probably hurts you a little bit, but no, it's okay. I've, I've been, yeah, I, I suffered through a lot of Bengals trauma, and then just it all came to fruition this year. I, I literally didn't even care if they won or not. It was so much fun. It was awesome. Yeah did you did you follow along? Like, did you go to the Super Bowl? Did you go to any big games or what? I I went. Uh, my wife and I actually flew up and met one of my buddies, and um, you know, kind of like some mutual friends that we have up there. So we went to the game against um oakland the Las first Vegas, playoff yeah. game that first was playoff. the first playoff win they've had in my entire life yep and um yeah just sat there and froze it was awesome though man the energy was was crazy i we, just we realized something i just realized something we had an opening day in uh or we had Cle- cincinnati's opening day this year we had their home opener yeah and uh mailman was on the injured list yep while joe burrow Jamar Chase and T Higgins threw out the first pitch and I have a baseball signed by all three of them now. Um, yeah. I didn't realize that. Was no, it, I wouldn't hear that. That's one of the stadiums I haven't been to. I've, I've been to all except two. And uh, that's one of you them. Haven't been there? I haven't played there. Oh, and I have all those autographs Man. and they did the who day, the whole crowd did the who day. Normally Man, nor- the who day doesn't bother me. Normally I'm the guy that starts the, so I've, I've had plenty of experience with that. We, I got some valuable pieces of memorabilia now, though. Wow. Yeah, those guys are the goats, man. After he struck you out looking, I would never even let him hold the ball. No. <laughs> no. Not even close. Uh, you know that you know, Hedgie's Andy a Dalton huge... signed something. More of the show coming your way, but first I want to tell you about these guys, the Hudson Valley Renegades. They are the high-A affiliate of the New York Yankees. Still plenty of games left, so call for tickets at 845-838-0094, or you can visit hvrenegades.com. In fact, you buy one, you get one lower box ticket the rest of the season with the code word JOMBOY. 
Also, you can follow them on Instagram or on Twitter, HV Renegades. So follow them to stay up to date with all the top Yankee prospects as they make their way through the system. And who knows, maybe some of them will help them try and win a championship with the call-up in the month of September. they got a bunch of guys that have been swinging it. Uh, Everson Pereira, five homers on a recent road trip. Tyler Hardman, he's hitting 341 with an OPS over 960. Those are just a couple of names to keep uh, as you go uh, out there and go buy your ticket and go check them out in person. So make sure you visit hvrenegades.com. Buy one, get one lower box ticket the rest of the season with the code word John Boy. See you at the game. You know that Hedgie's a huge Chargers fan. You know he's a bolt season ticket holder. Uh, I actually did not know that. He might have mentioned that he was a fan of him. I didn't know you had season tickets, so that's pretty that's pretty yeah. hardcore. Yeah. SoFi Stadium, beautiful place. Okay. I am curious about something with catching. And I've always wondered this, and, and particularly now, because for whatever reason, catching's offensive numbers – the last couple of years as a group collectively have not been great. How do you deal with when you aren't individually successful? Let's say you have a bad at bat or you're going through a bad run, but I need you to be locked in for your pitcher the next inning. Like I've talked to guys like Al Leiter, who I won't tell you what catcher he said. He was so focused on his offense that he wasn't there when I was throwing to him the next inning. Does Hedgie, how does this, how does this work for you guys? So, I mean, it comes down to priorities. It comes down to what you really care about. Um, I mean, it's there's nothing more painful and shitty of a feeling than just getting out because you work so hard, you practice all day, you practice your whole life to try and be good at something and the thing that will actually probably pay you a little bit more money. Um, but when your priorities are right and you're simply there to win a game or care about someone else's career – um, and I think Luke and I have been doing it long enough where we realize that if we take a pitch off, my guy out there who I care a lot about is either going to have money taken out of his pocket or his opportunity in the big leagues taken away from him. And so if I care mostly about that guy's career and my teammates' careers and us ultimately winning a game, then it kind of happens quickly. Um, it's, it's pretty frustrating. Uh, it's probably the most frustrating thing in the world we probably both have to deal with. Um, but luckily, we don't have to go stand in right field and think about our at-bat for a long time. We get to go out there. Now we have to make a decision to win a baseball game. And I think one thing that both of us bring to the table real well is just making quality decisions to with winning a baseball game in mind. And as long as that stays there, you move on from it. And by the time you get through that then uh, defensive inning, I feel like by the time you come into the dugout again, it's flushed. Um, so it's, 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 I think it's just priorities. Yeah, and I would say just kind of adding on to it is, um, like, everybody wants to hit, right? Like, it doesn't matter what position you are. You know, there's there's no catcher out there. It's like, oh, it's okay. I don't mind, you know, doing what I'm doing because I'm a catcher, right? Like, it just doesn't really work that way. And every single guy, no matter what position you play, has to get over there at bat and go play defense. It's just I, – I think it's – as catchers, we're almost lucky because – we have a chance to impact the game so much more on the other side of the ball, um, you know, kind of through our pitcher. Mm -hmm. So it's more, I just look at it as an opportunity, man. Like, uh, you know, the, the older I've gotten and the more teams I've been a part of, it's like, you know, what I really need to do is see the ball good up there, try and put a good swing on a good pitch outcome. Be damned. I'm not worried about the outcome. I'm trying to go through 
as many good processes as I can over the course of a year. And then my defense is just never going to change. You know, it's sometimes it's frustrating and you don't always have the results that you want, but, um, you know, you can learn a lot of respect and you can help win a lot of games by just kind of having that mindset. And I think that, um, you know, after being with Austin here, I mean, it, it's a, it's a good, it's a good example of, of how to do it. That's good. I like that. A um, couple more things. Cause I appreciate you guys joining me on the day that you guys have yet another busy schedule. Do you know DeMarlo Hale at all, Chris? I know D Hale. Where DeMarlo. is he? This guy just walks right into the batting cage and says, I'm going to find a way to fuck this up for them. That's good. What a terrible, terrible man. He did say that. Our that's our bench coach. See what we have to deal with. We have to overcome our bench coach trying to fuck things up. It's okay. Unbelievable. You could at least have him wave in the background. I know. He just he just stood there and talked shit. Can we get everybody to do you think DeMarlo has social media? I think there's a better chance DeMarlo's been to Mars and has social media. (laughs) (laughs) Can we we can we make a burner account and have people to shit on DeMarlo for a second? Dude, I guarantee you, right now, one of our listeners has created a DeMarlo Hale is from Mars account. <laughs> <laughs> he might be. I wouldn't doubt it. Him tell and, that whole staff I say hi. Tell, are, are both from another planet. <laughs> tell, tell, tell uh, the real one five, Sandy Alomar, I say hi. Tell Sarby, I say hi. Tell Tito, I say hi. By the way, I didn't think Tito was going to get out alive when uh, Josh Naylor headbutted him. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I mean. I've literally never been more speechless in my entire life. I mean, I'm walking around. We're going nuts. Here it is right here. We got video. And I'm behind this. And I see this happen. And, I mean, this guy, this guy's won however many World Series. He's just the most prolific manager in the game going. And we got a guy that just headbutted him as hard as he can at the end of a baseball game. I, I was speechless. I couldn't even bring words out for about five minutes after that. That is just unbelievable. I think Tito got tougher, though. I mean, the dude missed like two and a half seasons with a toe injury. He's been concussed for like three weeks now because of that, and he's riding it out. So I think Tito's getting tougher. He got smart. At least he freaking didn't let him crack that bald dome of his. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, he smoked him. He smoked that's, him. I mean, that's real. Dude, Naylor's – he's like two people, isn't he? Oh, he's, just, he's, he's one person, but it's just – he's that's our guy. He's ours. You got no one else can have him. He crazy, he, man. He's got a big heart, man. I mean, he he I has had him. some moments, but he has got a big heart. He is just one of the most genuine people that I've ever been around, and he is a super good teammate. But I'll I have never seen anything like what I've seen this year. Anything not, like not no. even close. No. Um, you guys are there's only one guy older than the two of you on the squad, and it's Brian Shaw. I mean, you guys ha- it's documented. You have the youngest team in baseball. I think you're younger than a some triple a rosters and that's no joke yep how do you deal with that with the ups and downs of the season like you guys had an amazing june now it's been a shitty july what do you guys do to make sure like the guys who are going through this stuff for the first time aren't jumping overboard dude it's been easy they're i don't know i don't know how our organization does it they just have they bring in quality humans and I feel like these, these young kids come in, there's good dudes. And when, when they do something a little bit wrong or ask a question, I feel like once it's said to them, they, they're like, okay, that's the way to go about my business. This is what I need to do. When they're struggling, like, I feel like they know what, 
how to still be, how to still be professionals. I don't know how this organization did it, but I feel like our job has been pretty easy. Um, also, every rookie that gets called up just starts off like 10 for 20. Right. So right. they all they all get a taste of just ranking in the big leagues. Um, so that also makes it easy. But, um, you know, it, it makes it fun, man, because I think for a long time, males and myself have been guys like, We've been a part, we've been, we've been learning this game for a long time and we'll, are still learning something every day. Uh, but it's pretty fun to be on a team where all of our failures that we've been through now matter more because now I can share that failure with you and remind you that it's going to be okay. Like, you know, like, and how cool and how much of an honor it is to be a big leaguer and kind of things, how it takes to try and stay here and, and last for a while because I know both of us have just, failed immensely and are still freaking doing it at the highest level. And I think it, it, it comes off the right way with some of these young guys. And, um, you know, it, I, it makes it really fun to show up to work. They, they've done a really good job. I, I almost think that because there's so many of them, they, they, it's like they haven't had anywhere to hide the entire season. It's like you're in there and you're going to be in there every single day. I mean, Quan comes to mind and, you know, I think he had a, a little bit of a stretch where he struggled. The guy literally didn't change. Uh, it's a testament to, you know, his personality and just, you know, how tough he is upstairs and everything. But but also it's like he didn't have a choice, man. I mean, he's <laughs> so you're in there. We need you on base. We need you to produce and, uh, you know, try and figure it out as fast as you can and get back to what he was doing. And that's exactly what he did. And there's been probably 10 different examples of that that I just can't say enough good things about. That's awesome. Hey, baseball fans. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You could throw down on all major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. I mean, take tonight. You got Tristan McKenzie. Five innings. Six and a half Ks. Gonna say it. Over. Over six and a half Ks. Take it. Lock it in. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code ROSE and make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code ROSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And back to the show. I got two more things and I'll get you out of here. Um, who's the best? Who's one of the best umpires, Luke? Because I think I've talked to Austin, but I want to hear his thoughts too. Like the guy who's working behind the dish that you're like, oh, this is going to be a blast. I man, too many to name. I, I don't think I can single anybody. I really do have good relationships. At least I'd like to think that I do. Um, there's a wave of younger guys that are coming up now that truly, truly care about getting their strike zones correct. And they truly care about how to handle confrontation and sort of, you can tell they make a point to diffuse situations a lot more than, um, some guys that were around when I was just coming into the league. It was almost like a, an event type thing. I think that replays probably changed a little bit of that too, but too many to name. I think they do an unbelievable job overall. 
I think they want to be held accountable. A lot of the younger guys do. And, um, you know, especially with all these iPads and everything, like I would say the vast majority of them, when there's a close pitch, um, they will initiate, hey, go take a look at that one. Let me know if that was there or not. I mean, I, that's probably happened five dozen times this year. Um, so I, I don't know. I have a good relationship with a lot of them. Good. Anything to add, Your Honor? Nothing. Nothing. They're all great. All of them. Every one of them. Are you getting fish-eyed by somebody right now? Just a little bit. You're supposed to be working? People are people are trying to work right now. And I'm like, dude, it's freaking 1 o'clock. Listen, the last thing I want to do is prevent my baseball team from winning games. I'm a team player. There's nothing you can do to prevent us from winning games because that's what we do. We win games. Well, particularly when the White Sox are in town. No doubt. No. All right, we're going to spin the wheel of moderately <laughs> interesting things, which has new categories since last I saw you, Austin Head. Yeah. Okie dokie. Yeah, we've got Giving Mood, Stranger Things, Grade A, Crushing It, and Mini Me. Here we go. Crushing It. Who is your first crush, celebrity crush? Oh. Know this answer? It would be weird was, if it was the same person. Mine was, uh, oh, I actually know mine. Mine was Catherine Zeta Jones in Zorro. Whoa! Catherine Zeta Jones in the mask of Zorro. Oh my gosh. Catherine Zeta Jones is a little older, by the way. Yeah. She still brings it, I think. You have a little bit of a Zach Wilson thing apparently going on. Hey, Zach now. Wilson. The Jets quarterback. Go, go Google it. Is he dating her or something? No, but. You'll Google it and then you'll laugh. Oh, nice. All right. I'll have to remember to do that. Okay. Um, this is gonna this is gonna sound funny, but I like when I was a really little kid, there was a um, a Fleetwood Mac album with Stevie Nicks from back in the day. And I remember being like five or six years old and thinking she was really pretty. <laughs> Like way back in the day, it was probably like resonated because like my parents would play the music occasionally. And so like I knew, the you know what I mean? I don't know why that comes to mind. Uh, so I remember being real little and thinking that was pretty sweet. And then uh, and then Hillary Duff was on TV for a while. And that wow. was kind of when I was coming up into, you know, blossom, blossom territory um, that comes to mind. And then music videos were a thing. Uh, are they still a thing? Probably not quite as much. I don't think oh, people yeah. run Shakira. home. Yeah, like Shakira a Shakira. little later on. Shakira comes to mind. Was pretty quick, yeah. Yeah, Beyonce. Beyonce yeah. was doing it, still doing it. But yeah, um, yeah just, you know, I'll name three or four for you there. That's pretty good stuff. Mine, yeah. was, mine was Cheryl Ladd. She was on, no. Cheryl Ladd. That's a made-up person. That's definitely not. That's not a real name. Still, still looks great. She was on Char the original Charlie's Angels. Yeah. I yeah. actually, I actually think I knew that. I think and I did. It sounded so, familiar. You know how you ne you never meet your like first crushes. Guess who was a guest on the best damn sports show period one time? No way. There she is with Farrah Fawcett, the late Farrah Fawcett. Cheryl Ladd was on our oh, show, wow. and I could not stop staring at her. I <laughs> better, better than advertised, huh? Didn't let you I know. Was, and she was probably at that point in her early to mid fifties. And she still was stunning. I remember yeah. going home. I was like, you won't believe who was on the show today. I told my, what's wife, she doing on that show? 
she was promoting some sort of like probably like Hallmark special or something that she was doing. At yeah, because it's the best. It's the best damn sports show. It's all about sports, right? It seems yeah, it like an wasn't. unusual audience that she would go after trying to do Hallmark stuff. Tips. But all right, she, she needed the frosted tips. That's what it was. She couldn't get enough, dude. I, <laughs> I, I kissed Pam Anderson on the one thousandth special episode. It was. We did some weird on the stuff. mouth. You're just flexing now, man. Yeah, don't worry. I got there was absolutely no reason you had to say that, but that is that's that's, <laughs> that's cool. You. That's good for you. That's cool. So what? That doesn't end it with a bang here. The interview. Luke? That kind of does. <laughs> Tommy just, Lee might try and kill yeah, you. You just but... you just slam the door on anything cool we said with that statement <laughs> right there. Damn, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, just side note. Thanks. Thanks for joining. Um, Homer. This was even better than expected. I got to be honest with you. I, I, I am so happy that you got, first of all, I'm thrilled that you were able to share your friendship with everybody out here at the Rose rotation. Um, and better yet, I'm so happy that you guys found each other because you two are cut from the same cloth. It's just an act. We actually hate each other, but, uh, but yeah, I'm glad that it passed. As the handsomest of the handsomest catcher duo, sometimes we get into riffs about that, but quickly any good plans for uh the all-star break i mean you guys only have like 72 hours i'm going i'm going to san diego i'm going to i'm going to good weather and that's it yeah i'm I'm going home too with the the kids are pumped to get back to our uh my oldest daughter calls it the florida house or the, the the palm harbor house i think she calls it so she's excited we've got um lots of promises to take her to the beach and stuff like that so a lot of outdoor stuff for a few days with the kids yeah, sorry the beaches and the weather sucks in Cleveland. At least we're nice people. Oh, this time of year, the weather's pretty damn nice up, up yes. here, man. I'm I'm not I'm not complaining at all. Hedgie okay. told me a long time ago, he's like, you know what's great? He's like, it's cold now, but it's never it's it's never hot here. Like it's never hot in the summer, which I didn't really know. And there have been a couple days, but nothing like what we just came from. No. no Kansas City, that's like hell. Yeah weather-wise yeah. that's tough guys it was a blast hanging out let's go get some w's before that break uh have a well-deserved all-star break and i will see you in san diego in august if not in cleveland sooner okay sweet thanks, thanks, thanks for letting me crash it boys it was fun for luke maley and austin hedges and our outstanding producer the one and only robbie Chiracco and our summer intern alden stone i am chris rose we'll see you next time on the chris rose rotation a production of john boy media